0: on this episode of why watch that just a spoonful mm-hmm. of sugar. Absolutely. yes yes it's gonna be perfect we all know that she can sing from into the woods we also know that she is going to be a perfect perfect choice for this particular um this particular project which is directed by
1: rob marshall
0: uh, yeah the mm-hmm. guy who did uh what chicago chicago
1: Nine. Nine, that's right. So I'm looking forward to that one. And rumored is Lin-Manuel Miranda of Hamilton fame, rumored to be (laughs) in that.
0: You know what? I don't even know. I can't even.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why watch that as a podcast featuring the critic
0: and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover
1: the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic.
0: Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome, Welcome to, to Why Watch that. Watch that. Presented by Dynamic Network. <laughs> the Why Watch That Talk. of our favorite actresses here on why watch that is (laughs) the amazingly beautiful and super talented beautiful
1: super talented
0: (laughs) emily blunt (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) she
0: has graced the big and small screen in her career and is yes from across the pond but, um, she makes a splash here in the U.S., especially that she's coming out, um, or as of taping, she would have already come out with The Huntsman's Winter War, and this is the prequel to the previous Huntsman, um, starring Charlize Theron, uh, the guy from Thor. Chris
1: Hemsworth, Hemsworth, Hemsworth,
0: yeah. And, um, Jessica Chastain, so. Yeah,
1: I'm bored already, okay. Um, <laughs>
0: Well, you're not bored with Emily Blunt um, because she has had a wonderful career so far, and it's nowhere near done. I'm going to start off with one of my favorite um, roles of her, and we've talked about it. In fact, it was the first. It was the first time I felt like, "Who is this girl? and Why don't I know about her?" When The Devil Wears Prada came out, Emily Blunt to me stole the film. I'm just saying.
1: You think she stole it from Meryl Streep?
0: I did. I think she 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 boosted. She made Meryl Streep what Meryl Streep was. She, you know, the whole fear that she put in to um, the other girl. What's her name?
1: Uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Andy, Andy.
0: Andy, that's right. She made Andy run hoops. <laughs> and put the fear of God in her. I mean, I think that attributes to some of uh, Meryl Streep's performance. Um.
1: You know, yeah. I mean, really, I think everyone was stunned by her presence, including <laughs> <laughs> including the casting uh, director, because you know when she walked in, this was not a British character. So yeah. that was how good she was in that. Now, moving on, I'm skipping right to a year later in 2007. You know what, she did two films that I think that people should check out if they haven't seen already. Dan in Real Life and Charlie Wilson's Wall, okay? Yeah. Dan in Real Life stars Steve uh, Carell um, as, you know, a, a guy who's really down on his luck. Yeah. Uh, but when Emily Blunt comes in, you know, who knows what can happen. But, uh, you know, she didn't have a huge role in that Um but I, I would say, if you haven't seen Dan in real life, you can check it out. We won't go too far into that. Then, Charlie Wilson's war is really a vehicle for Tom Hanks and Julia Roberts. Oh, so
0: that you're not talking about Charlie Wilson from the Gap Band?
1: No, not that. <laughs> <laughs> not that Charlie Wilson. Yes, on no. it. <laughs> yes, no, this is actually uh, based on a true story um so you know it's about uh u.s congressman charlie wilson and how he deals with the cia and what's going on in afghanistan and the soviets and all of that um so you know that's set in the 80s i believe but you know it's nice to see tom hanks and julia roberts and then you get amy adams and emily blunt along with other people in that movie check it out philip Seymour Hoffman
0: Speaking of Amy Adams, if you flip over to the next year, they joined back together in the Sunshine Cleaning. And it's about two girls who basically have... To me, it's worse than being a garbage, a sanitary worker, as far as the stuff that they get into. It's about two girls who start this... Two sisters who start this business of cleaning, like, the most disgusting houses you will ever, ever meet and see.
1: Yeah, and including like, crime scenes.
0: Crime scenes <laughs> specifically. Yeah. So you know, that's what they do. They, they clean up the blood. But anyway, Emily Blunt plays, the, you know, the sister who's sort of like got nowhere to go. And, you know, she plays an American. So it's it's nice to hear her use her American accent. It's a great, wonderful indie movie. Please check it out.
1: It really is. And and then, you know, after that, she said, okay, I did my little indie. Let's go to the young Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> Where she plays just that, the young Queen Victoria. And here you can see, you know, the, the regal bearing, the posture, yeah. all of that. And there's a storm brewing underneath her, underneath that veneer. So you can see how she grows into being the queen. And is it one of the best period pieces in the world? No, but... Emily Blood certainly is wonderful. Yeah. Yes,
0: and it, it was actually written by Julian Fellows, so, you know, the Downton Abbey guy. So there you go. that was that was a nice, uh, that was a nice mesh. Now, I know that I, I don't necessarily have to talk about the Wolf Man, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: she did later go on starring opposite of Matt Damon in The Adjustment Burrow, which was not one of my favorites specifically. Um, I... I'm going to do a big jump, so do you want to sneak in? You know where I'm going.
1: I do. Look, the Wolfman is not worth anyone's time. Uh, Adjustment Bureau is, like you said, oh, whatever. Salmon Fishing in the Yeming, okay. And your sister's sister, actually, just like Sunshine Cleaning, is a good indie if you want to check it out. But go ahead, take over. Where you go?
0: I, we. Everybody knows that we are huge fans of Edge of Tomorrow. Live, die, repeat. Oh and, yes! Um, this was the first time for me that I had seen Emily Blunt bust out in this amazing, amazingly tough soldier. I didn't know she had it in her. I mean, I'm thinking Death Prada. I'm thinking uh, Queen Victoria. But she was, ladies and gentlemen, she was on slate to play the Black Widow in um, Iron Man Two and the Avengers following. She was on Slate to play that. It was all a go. And then she had to honor her previous contract of being in Jack Black's colorist travel. She couldn't do that. But I was like, Oh my gosh, she can kick some tail. And she went toe to toe with Tom Cruise.
1: Toe to toe, are you kidding me? Look, um, if you hadn't fallen in love with her before, how could you not after that movie? Oh, yes, come on. Uh, it was also interesting because we didn't mention Looper, but that's another sci-fi film before Edge of Tomorrow, about a couple of years before. But in there, she's not that tough chick. So it's a nice combination, a smart choice. And we know from you, just moving forward, that you appreciate her working into the woods, don't you?
0: I did. I thought she was a wonderful baker's wife. She uh, salvaged a lot of that movie for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and again, she teamed up once again with Meryl Streep. So,
1: yes. And then you mentioned and went on and on and on and on about Sicario.
0: Sicario. Woo! Yeah.
1: So you know, I, you know, I, I have to full disclosure. Sicario, I've had the disc in my apartment for over a month. I need to watch that. I I just I want to. Wasn't that a pick of the week? You're supposed to be up on that, brother. I'm gonna get believe me, I really want to see it. You know that that is the movie Taylor made for me. Um and, and there we go. That just leads us up to again the Huntsman Winters War. But let's leave the listeners off with this. What's coming up, ref? What important role is <laughs>
0: Excited. She's got a couple coming up, but she is going to be Mary Poppins in Mary Poppins. Say is what? A perfect casting.
1: It is just a spoonful oh, of sugar. sugar.
0: Yes. Yes, it's going to be perfect. We all know that she can sing from Into the Woods. We also know that she is going to be a perfect, perfect choice for this particular um, this particular project, which is directed by
1: Rob Marshall.
0: Yeah, the guy Mm -hmm. who did uh, what? Chicago, Chicago,
1: nine—that's right—and others. So I'm looking forward to that one. And rumored is Lin Manuel uh, Miranda of Hamilton fame rumored to be. (laughs) in I,
0: you know what? I don't even know. I can't even. Well, we salute you, Emily Blunt. We love what you do. You are an amazing actress. You're an amazing uh, Hollywood personality. If you have time to go to the movies to see Huntsman, great. If you don't, you should definitely check out one of our suggested movies of the wonderful
1: Emily Blunt.
0: Did you know? Part one. Critic!
1: (laughs) Ref, 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 ref,
0: ref, ref. Uh, did you know? For you, are you ready? Oh no! <laughs> okay. <laughs> what veteran actor is not only celebrating his seventieth birthday today, but was also Tim Burton's second choice for the Joker in the nineteen eighty nine Batman movie?
1: <laughs> well, you know what? I'm gonna see what I come up with. Let's let's hold it for a second here. <laughs>
0: This episode of Why Watch That is brought to you by Audible.com, the leading provider of spoken audio entertainment, providing digital versions of audiobooks for download to your computer, phone, and MP3 player.
1: Sign up today to try Audible free for 30 days and get a free audiobook of your choice. Visit audibletrial.com forward slash whywatchthat to get your free audiobook now and to support our show. do you know part two okay look we're i've thought about it i've thought about it ref okay um it can't be like christopher walken or somebody like that
0: <laughs> that's a good guess but no it is not <laughs> <laughs> I, are do, do you give up
1: john voight
0: i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no tim curry <laughs> now listen, Tim Burton obviously went on to cast Jack Nicholson as the Joker infamous, infamously. Yeah. But the producers said that Tim Curry was their number one choice, get this, for their animated series. But after four episodes, they deemed that his performance was too scary for children. <laughs> so they canned him. But Tim, Tim Curry did go on to start that next year in Stephen King's The Clown, as the clown.
1: Of course, yes. And I no, I remember The Clown in Stephen King's It. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: glad I could stomp you with that one. Back to why watch that.
0: Why watch that, Insider? So it's true. Yep, it's absolutely 100% true. We have talked a lot about television on this show. And quite frankly, we've had a lot of, um, let's just say, constructive criticism (laughs) 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 to give about it. And guess what? We're not going to stop talking about it because it's right there in our faces. You know, before we were um, taping Today Critic, we were talking about um, television yet once again, and just some of the areas and the overall feel of television that is really not sitting well with us. And um, you brought up a, an interesting point, and we're going to title this 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 discussion: the hype is not the story. What, what did you mean by that when you said it?
1: In particular, if you are starting a series. Okay? You can't just start with the hype, with the excitement, with the, ooh, I'm trying to shock you. What is the story? Why do I care? Set it up. I am not some sort of feral beast. I'm a human with a brain. Please, respect me. So that's where it comes from, because a lot of what's going on, and especially TV, but even the movies is that they want to get you excited and and all into, oh, who's sleeping with whom or who's killing whom without even knowing who these people are, okay? And this really, I think what happened is Shondaland was such a huge success that people started trying to replicate Mm -hmm. what happened there. And then it turned into, well, Shondaland works because of the hype. But really, if you go back to Grey's Anatomy, it didn't start with hype. It started no. with story. It started with characters. It started with a great ensemble. And then we move into the hype. So you can get there out of the story. But you can't replace the story with the hype. Excuse all of us. Well,
0: you know what? They now have labeled it the OMG moment. They actually, yeah. when um, you're looking at previews or you're looking at a teaser for the next um you know, episode they label it as an OMG moment, and it just goes from one OMG moment to the next OMG moment, and that's sort of how some of those TV shows survive. You know, if there isn't that thing that's going to kick you in the tail. Um, but now you're talking a little bit about when you're first starting the series, yes, and you're, you know, getting to know these characters
1: getting to know you oh, see, me. see how that song goes it doesn't go getting to know you i mean can we calm down i need to know who you are now in particular because even in shondaland land now that's starting like the catch started with the hike to me not with the story mm-hmm. um and recently game of silence premiered uh this week of taping on nbc and i was looking at that show going why do i even care I mean, it really, it talks about something that happened to a group of male friends and one female um, when they were kids, and now they're adults, and they're having to deal with that, and they're haunted by the abuses they experienced. <clears throat> but I don't know you. Like, why am I supposed to care? I don't understand. Okay, Lorenz Tate is in it. But other than that, I don't know why I'm caring. Okay. So well, got Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting. Okay, so let's zoom out for a second. And and we can take this story for... It's called The Game of Silence, which in itself, you're already thinking, oh, Game of Thrones, Game of Silence, Game of something. Yeah. The marketing people have to sell a product. Mm -hmm. Um, In the place, especially in NBC, ABC, CBS, any kind of network television, every slot of time is either allotted to an actual show or to an advertiser. So if you want to get the biggest bang for your buck and you want to do this Super Bowl style, you've got to build all this hoopla around, you know, a show. Yeah. But the problem we're saying for this is that we don't know the show. Yeah, I I mean. (laughs) We don't know who it is yet.
1: (laughs) And this is also about telling me and showing me. If you're a good writer, you know that, okay, I've got to think of my audience and how much it's going to take me to set up this story for them to go along with it. The more outlandish or in, in, uh, or harsh the story is, let's say, the more work you have to do as a writer to ease us into this world. Otherwise, I don't want to go there. So if you have this story about abusing children, you got to do your work. I'm not ready to go there like that. You know, I mean, that's not something that's readily available to us as an audience that we are interested in necessarily, inviting into our homes week after week. Exactly. Um, now Yeah. Now, Game of Silence is based on a Turkish series, and we know that these transplants happen. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, just for me, I don't even get it. But then let's let's go this way though, Ref. Because another thing that was released recently, the girlfriend experience on Stars. Which is based on a Soderbergh film, which is really not a film. They say it's experimental film. It's really a concept. So, but what they did in the series is fleshed it out. So, it just for brief disclosure, it is about a young law student, a female law student, who becomes an escort. Um, and the title is about her giving her clients the girlfriend experience. But before she becomes the escort, we get her in law school. Just a brief glimpse of it. We get her uh, dealing with men in a bar. Okay? So when you see her become the escort, you understand. You're already there. They're building the layers. And they do it with a lot of silence, with a lot of what's not said, and just showing instead of telling all the time.
0: Well, this is interesting, too, because you said that this, this is a drama series that's 30 minutes which you really don't see a lot of the times. You see hour-long dramas, but they really got to jam-pack. Um, you, they they got to make it happen in 30 minutes to get you to come to the next 30 minutes. But you're saying they do it without all the flash and uh, hoopla.
1: That's right. And, you know, I was really surprised because um, I actually saw the whole season because it was released on Stars app. So I just watched all 13 Mm -hmm. and the way you could just see the writers thinking through the whole thing, whether you're going to like it or not. I just appreciated the care because that's an easy story for you to go. I don't want to be involved in this. I mean, they go there, you know, they go there. So you really have to do your work. And uh, Lodge Kerrigan and Amy Simons, who wrote and directed it, uh, they did a great job. So, you know, that's that's what I'm talking about. Even Happy Valley, which I know you watch some of.
0: Yeah, I'm not done yet.
1: Yeah, but it's it's that same thing where it's this is a bold, harsh, disturbing story. Do your job.
0: Mm -hmm. And stars is kind of hitting it out of the park for you because um, I remember um, previous podcasts uh, in our old version (laughs) in the um, you were talking about Outlander. Yeah, that they there's moments in Outlander where you're like they're they're OMG moments.
1: But it's, it, it, it's beyond OMG.
0: Oh, it's just like ridiculously crazy moments. But somehow it doesn't ride on those moments alone.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, they could be falling for taking too long <laughs> to get there. <laughs> <laughs> but at least the effort is there and it is back in the second season. And, and you just feel like you're taken care of yeah you know wherever they're gonna go, okay, at least I know that you are thinking of me not as a commodity not or or sorry, not as someone to sell to mm-hmm. but as mm-hmm. someone to tell a story to. and you yeah. know you know look the other thing like Nashville and Empire, can we go here for a second?
0: Oh, okay.
1: Nashville has run out of storylines, and we have been big uh, proponents of that show.
0: yeah, I, I haven't watched since I- yeah I'm sorry.
1: And like now, it's just okay. We have all these hyped up moments from the past. Let's continue talking about them over and over (laughs) over again. Okay, the teenage girl wants to grow up. I I know. Uh, Okay, uh, Deacon and his uh, struggles with alcoholism, and then they throw in his uh, buddy, and that was forced. Scarlet and whoever else. It's just come on. Just bouncing around. Yeah, Empire comes back after three months. Three months. And where are we? Nowhere. And that whole thing with Naomi Campbell that they did, really? I mean, to me, for them, why don't you go even further? And also, remember the title of your show is Empire. What do empires do? They take over the world. Why isn't this happening? Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going to expand the show... Push the the business into a takeover mode. We're going into film. We're going into whatever else, cooking shows. I don't know. This is <laughs> <do> something ridiculous. okay <laughs> <laughs> Cookie cups. Right. Exactly. Well, See that?
0: I have to. I have to. I have to say that. Um, this. This. I, I'm very selective right now. I know we do a podcast about what to watch. Yeah. I, when, listeners, when I'm coming to you saying that you should watch this, or you know, take a look at it, give give time to look at it, or if the critic is coming with you, we are so pressed for time
1: oh, <laughs>
0: in in our other lives that we understand the struggle of knowing, hey, I. This looks great. There's lots of shiny things. There's lots of whistles and lots of hoopla around it. And when you sit down to watch it, it's a little empty. Um, whatever that may be. Listen, all of us have busy lives. We've got things going on. All I know is that if I start to watch a show and it starts to just live from OMG to OMG, I'm going to I'm going to wrap it. It's it's going to be done because I don't have time for, or you don't have time to watch things that aren't going to what did you say give us care.
1: Yes. You know? And look, moving forward into now the summer blockbuster season, that's going to be my question for all of these films. Are you going to do what X-Men Days of Future Past did? Not just try to give me spectacle, but give me a story. Or are you going to do what Batman versus Superman, did?
0: Okay. So we're going to end it there. <laughs> that's not a bad that's not a bad place to end it. Listen, television we love you absolutely we spend a lot of time with you but uh we're gonna ask you to have we're gonna ask you to step it up (laughs) (laughs) and now the pick of the week
1: well for once in a long time everyone the ref is here to give us a pick of the week and this time time it is shit's creek now this is s S-C-H-I-T-T (laughs) Shit Creek um, (laughs) on the Pop Network uh, starring Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara take it away
0: okay so this has been a wonderful surprise to me it is a comedy you said it right Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara are back at it again Eugene and his son Dan created the show and we talked a little bit about it in previous podcasts but basically it's about this very wealthy family who goes through this um, this horrific tax um, uh, invasion and they get everything taken away from them except for the one town that they bought, which is, it's it's Shits Creek. <laughs> 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 this very posh family moves to Schitt's Creek. <laughs> us, Mom. They move to Schitt's Creek and have to live in a hotel to gather themselves together to get their lives back on track. Now, Shits Creek is exactly what it is. It is a podunk. Town full of potum people, and this posh family has to find their way now. Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara are amazing. They're back at it again, doing their improv. You will love it. But Dan Levy, his son, also comes out of the woodworks. Also starring um, is Annie Murphy, who plays his sister. They are the perfect Hollywood spoiled brat kids. But rounding off is Chris Elliott, who plays the mayor, Mr. Shit himself. Oh, no. Chris (laughs) Elliott. He plays the mayor and he's the one that reels the the family back into reality that they're not quite so um, uh, wealthy anymore. Now, you'll also see Sarah Levy, who's uh, Eugene Levy's daughter, also play a wonderful struggling waitress. Overall, this show is hilarious. It's only 30 minutes of your time. You're going to watch this family struggle through to make ends meet, and you're going to laugh the entire time. I guarantee you will not regret watching Shit's Creek (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: gonna check it out (laughs) Dynamic Network offers podcasts that have something for everyone our conversations feature experts who not only inform but also engage interested in sports or entertainment we got you covered What about business, current news, pop culture, and politics? No problem. We take care of it all. Check out Dynamic Network at DailyDynamic.com, where every day brings a new perspective. Again, that's Dynamic Network at DailyDynamic.com. Also available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Radio.